are back here talking. Now we're talking LAFC. LAFC had a, a tough game, a very competitive game. It was a 1-1. Um, Stephen Fry came up big. But look, LAFC went, went to the Pacific Northwest. They got the points. Um, they got the one point. You know, it's always tough to play up there. Uh, but here joining me, talking all things back and go. Once again, we got Jose Lepas. Jose, how you doing? I'm doing great, Dio. Thanks for having me. And greetings to all your beautiful audience. Glad to be here speaking about LAFC. Yeah, man. It's been it's been a while since uh, we've had you on. But yeah, man, I know you've all, you've been on the calls. You've been you've been uh, you've been keeping a pretty good beat with the team. Um, tell me how you been, man. First of all, how you been, and what's what, what's been going on with you? I've been good. It's been a weird period without MLS and, you know, the disappointment with the Mexican national team. There is always <laughs> a there is always a pessimistic yeah. atmosphere before the World Cup, but especially right now it's a little bit more because we don't have a striker. In real life, you know, I'm in that age when all your friends and family members are, ha are having weddings and you're not. So, you know, attending <laughs> weddings and that, that type of social events. You know, hey, I'm in the same boat. I'm in the, the third same wheel. boat with you. I, I'm in yeah, the same man, boat. You know, it's rough. <laughs> yeah, man. I, at, at this point of my life, I can organize a wedding already, but we'll see when it happens, you know? <laughs> okay, yeah. Which, hey, hey, every, any takers in the chat? They, they, yeah, you know. Man, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, and you know, weddings hey, on the other side of the border are crazier. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you, you yeah. were in Colombia. I saw that, so. You know yeah, I was. I was. I was out there. I got it. Look, I had a. I got, I went out there and checked it out. It was. It was a great time. I gotta. I yeah. gotta see it. First time out there. You guys haven't been to Colombia. Definitely. Definitely check it out. Uh, no weddings yeah. though. No, no weddings. weddings. No yeah. weddings. But yeah, it was. It was definitely fun. But yeah, man, I'm with you on the same boat. All my friends are getting married, having kids. I'm happy for them. Um, yes. But you know, it's just the way. It's just the path we chose this way. You know. Yeah, man. I'm an uncle too. So, yeah. Hey, me too. Me too. That makes, yeah. that makes two of us. Look, I can, I can look through my, my brother's baby. Um, yeah. But yeah, but no, that, that's good. Um, let, let's talk about this game. Um, obviously, tough tough game. We knew it was going to be a tough game against Seattle Sounders. We knew it was going to be um, very difficult for them to, to try to get a, a, a three points up there. Um, but, you know, they got one point. It almost didn't look like they were going to get anything walking away from Seattle. But what were your overall thoughts on this LAFC versus Sounders matchup? I always enjoy LAFC versus Sounders matches, even when in regular season or in playoffs where Sounders have a very favorable results. It was a really good match. LAFC dominated the first half, but Stefan Fry was at the right place at the right time. Then Sounders took, took advantage on the second half, a big mistake by, by Maxine Crepeau. And then a couple of good substitutions, including Carlos Vela, which I'm sure we're going to be talking about this show. And then Danny Trejo with a header assist, which is something that we don't see a lot on, on, on soccer. Yeah, shout out to and Danny it was, Trejo. it was a, a good match. And, and yeah, always, always a fun time, despite the turf. You know, now that Seattle has a World Cup spot as well, let's see what they do about that, you know. So, yeah, it, it was a good match in a good stadium with a good atmosphere, in spite of the, of the turf. Yeah, you know what? You you bring up a great point. I definitely see them getting getting grass for that World Cup for those Hopefully. World Cup games. They're definitely gonna have to put put grass down there. I don't I don't think FIFA is gonna allow uh, turf to be played up there. Uh, there's just way too much money. You don't want to cause any of those injuries. But yeah, I, anytime you see LAFC versus the Seattle Sounders play, 
Uh, you always know it's going to be a great matchup. You always going to know it's going to be tough. Um, you always going to know the for the most part the games are going to be pretty close. Um, and yeah, and I, I wanted to, and for me, I was wanted to see how LAFC was going to do. Obviously, we we saw Carlos Vela come out, come off in the second half, where I think you did have what was that Mahala, Chicharrongo, and I think Masovsky with with, with that, the top of three. And for the most part, they did pretty good. If it wasn't for Stephen Fry, right? Stephen Fry probably had a hell of a game. Uh, probably had one of the best games I've seen him play against LAFC. He literally did not let anything go in. And if it wasn't for Chicho Rongo's header uh, that went through. But, yeah, I, I thought Stephen Fry was definitely the man of the match um, for the Seattle Sounders. Um, but let's talk about that. Uh, what were your thoughts? Um, Carlos Vela coming into the second half. You know, he's still, um, I guess, nursing that injury that he has. Um, but what were your thoughts on Carlos Vela and, the, and the, him coming in the second half? He said it on the press call. Uh, what I will say are, are pure hypotheses. You know, maybe he came into the this, this second half because of the long period. He said that on the press conference. Maybe it was because of the turf, but we're not seeing the Carlos Vela that we are used to seeing, you know, that one that makes a, a, a difference. He's still in charge of corners and, and fouls and everything, but not the same guy. He's not getting any younger, so that doesn't help. The situation with with his contract is also in, in around him, so it's a it's a strange period. Perhaps in all the four or five years of history of LAFC, maybe this is the worst version of Carlos Vela that we have seen since 2018. But still, he's such a good player that in any moment, in any instance, he can make a difference with a pass or with, a, with an individuality and, and create great chances and, and, and amazing goals like we have seen in the past. Yeah, no, you definitely do. Um, yeah, it's not the Carlos Vela I think we we I think we wanted to see so far this season, and I think I think it it is a little interesting. It is a little interesting with you know with what's going on with with him, with him and his contract and everything. But I want to get into that a little a little bit later. Um, let's talk about um, Maxine Crepo. He had you know a bad mistake that led uh, to Sounders' goal. Um, would you would you would you think of Maxine Kripal because you know, finally at least you have a solid keeper, but he commits a mistake um, that a typical veteran keeper should not commit. First thing that came to my mind when I saw that, I thought about Chiellini. Please come to the rescue with this defensive mistakes. <laughs> you know that's the first thing yep. that came to my mind, and you know he's gonna be a, a great addition with that. Uh, uh, a rule that I have heard from from friends that are the player central defenders is that. You should never kick the ball in short distances to the center. And that is yeah. precisely what, what Maxime proposed did. And Brian's, I was able to catch Brian's Metro press conference, like a, a little piece of it. And he gave a lot of credit to the high pressure that Seattle made on that place. And it was very well finished by, by Rusnak. So, yeah, the high pressure and the, and the mistake by, by Maxime and, and Ilya. I don't know if he can take the blame as well on, on, on that in that regard. But these are... Two of your best players, a good goalkeeper uh, in this league, you know, a good goalkeeper, and your best midfielder making mistakes have as a consequence Seattle's goal. So yeah, it was uh, a bad play by by two of your best players. Yeah, I think I would give that a little bit more to Maxine because he's seeing the field uh, in front of him, and you know, Ilya doesn't doesn't see what's behind him, and I think the pass was not right to his feet, and I think. Maxine could have could have could have gone a different way. You could have you could have gone a different way. But yeah, anytime you lose the ball, 
in the middle of the field. That, that's a, that's what expected. Uh, you just talked about Kalini. Let's talk about that. Um, I think it's uh, to me it's it's, it's a solid signing. Um, but what what are what are your thoughts on Kalini uh, now now that he's officially joined the LAFC? My my only concern, Gio, in in his contract is his age. He's thirty thirty seven years old. That's it. Maybe like what happened with Pirlo, with with Steven Gerrard, with other players that have come in in in, in, in like over, above their thirties, and maybe did not give the the best performance. That's my only concern. But when mm-hmm. it comes to experience, I'm very very happy for LAFC's defense. I mean, can you imagine what guys like Tony Leone, who scored this morning for Mexico U20, guys like Tony Leone will learn from him. Guys like Jesus Murillo. Eddie Segura, that is uh, playing for Vegas for a while, uh, and other defenders might learn from it. It will be unbelievable for the league. I mean, the only negative that I encounter is the age. Everything else, experience, and what the uh, younger players will learn from him will be outstanding, not only but for LAFC, but for the league. I, I have even friends from Spain uh, reaching me out saying that they will only watch MLS because of Chiellini. So that the eyes of the world will be on, on the MLS because of this amazing Italian defender who has the the mentality of winning so many trophies. Yeah, and Kalini, look, Kalini is respected all around the world. Obviously, we know his time with Juventus. You also know uh, with Italy. Unfortunately, we did, you know, it was a struggle uh, for him against uh, against Argentina in the, the finalissima. But look, Argentina may win the World Cup, or I feel like I one of the one of the you know top three, four teams that may that have a really good uh, possibility of winning the World Cup, and they have so much, so much talent. So when people say, you know, Kilini didn't do his basketball, uh, or he got, you know, got torched or whatever they were saying, I'm with you though. I, I feel like if he comes here motivated and comes to play to the MLS, then I think he's going to be solid for the MLS. He's going to be solid for LAFC. And he's just the type of player that they need defensively, that, you know, that vocal leader that we've seen. And also, he has a lot of experience, a lot of experience in big games, a lot of experience in tight games, a lot of experience when um, games matter the most. And sometimes you have to commit a foul and what type of foul. And I think that is some of the experience that these youngsters or but even the current uh, center backs that LAFC has, they can only learn from. But I'm with you. If Killini comes in and wants to, you know, comes in very motivated, which I, which I, which I fully expect, you know, doesn't have any injuries, I think, on a Tamdale for until now, until next year, I think this this makes a lot of sense uh, for, for the black and gold. Um, let's talk about Danny Trejo. You just started to talk about Danny Trejo. Um, he made his MLS debut. He got the assist. Uh, what were your thoughts? Because I, I wasn't sure if we were going to see him at all this season. I think this was like a perfect game for him to come in, uh, and he was able to you know get get a solid assist there to uh, Rongo. I was I was surprised to see him in the bench. I was surprised, and then he scores a goal, and then the following day he scores his eighth goal with Vegas Light. So this guy has a powerful mentality and a lot of desire to play. Steve Chirondolo spoke about him on the press conference. I asked him directly what are the strengths that he sees on him, and he's really good when with one versus one plays, which is something that LAFC needs more creativity and imagination. Mm-hmm. Uh, on on the attack, not be so predictable. So then they will bring that, you know, that uh, that like a younger version of Carlos Vela. I'm not comparing them. I just like in in uh, in that certain skill. So that will be uh, good for for the team. Who knows? Maybe we we will see him 
starting next Sunday against against the Red Bull. So it was a good addition. I love the goal. There is a, a saying in soccer that two headers equals a goal. Mm -hmm. So that was uh, amazing. That guy has a lot of skills and imagination. I would have never thought to see a, a, a header assist. So that was that was amazing. Like for soccer purists, that this could be like a, a, a goal to watch. You know, it was amazing yeah. to see that on, on, on well, Seattle. Talk, talk, talking about goal, let's 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 look at the goal. Please. Yeah, when I when that first goal went in, I didn't even realize it was it was Danny Trejo who 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 initially got the assist. But you're right. Anytime you get, you know, typically two headers in a box, that le that definitely leads to a goal. Um, but yeah, I I, I like this and Danny Trejo. He made an instant impact. You know, the 20 20 something minutes that 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 he got in there. And you're and you're right. He he definitely definitely brings a different flavor uh, up top with there with them. Obviously, we see Masovsky, we see Mahala, but you know sometimes in a game like this, with you know Chicharango had a couple. He I think he had an opportunity and it just didn't then it went in or hit hit it off right. Uh, sometimes you need you do need that uh, you need to, you do need something different. And if it's if it is Danny Trejo, it's uh, to give that to LRC. I like it. He's a local talent. He's killing with the Las Vegas Lights. Um, He's put in the work, you know, to get to this point. And, you know, since he got drafted last year, now to the point that where he's at. I, I, I like stories like that. I like players that put in the work and, and earn their spot uh, on the roster. Now it's, you know, there's so much depth up there. Now it's like which piece, which player, which pieces uh, is going to be able uh, to give you opportunity. But I think this works out for Danny Trejo because – He's gonna get he's gonna get some games here. He's still gonna go back to Las Vegas Lights, right? He's I'm assuming he's gonna be playing a lot consistently, but he's gonna get these minutes with the first team. Um, and it works out that the schedule is so long, and obviously we know LAFC is gonna make a deep run. So he's gonna be able to show his value, his talents with the first team, and have an impact like that. And if he continues to have, if, if he continues to impact the team like that, he's gonna get those opportunities. So. It's good that you know LAFC is rewarding the players that that are that are putting in the work. Yeah, it is amazing to see that you know he will bring a lot of imagination and internal competition in in that area on the on the attack will be good for the team to have the guys like that. You know, there yeah. will be more quality like guys like Brian and and Mahala cannot relax in their positions on the starting eleven. And I think that's what you want. You want competition. You want healthy competition uh, within within the the crew up uh, up top. Uh, let, let's talk. Let's let's talk about Carlos Vela. I know we were talking about him earlier. Um, it's definitely it's definitely a weird time. Obviously, you made a great point. Maybe he didn't want to play turf. Uh, maybe he was, you know because of, of his injuries and stuff. Um, but it's June twentieth, Josue. I felt like by now we would have known that Carlos Vela signed his extension to LAFC, uh, which is a weird. You know, he's he's only contracted until what July June thirtieth or. Well, I think June 30th is the last day in June, uh, so which is uh, 10 more days or – yeah, 10 mm -hmm. more days uh, as of today. Um, it's weird. I know they – I know I think the broadcast had said that the, the contract is – it filled out, but it's just missing the signature. That, to me, doesn't tell me all is well if I'm just outside looking in because it should not take this long um, – to sign a contract, you know, I think, you know, these questions are going to be asked every single press call and I think they should, but what, what are your, what are your thoughts on this? Osweir? 
Um, you you brought light to me because what what I see from his answers, in the very same sentence, he says that he wants to win, he wants to get a trophy with LAFC, but on the following sentence, he says that if he leaves, it wouldn't matter. You know, he's not the biggest soccer fan. He prefers to play basketball. We saw that with his Lakers uh, uh, cap on the press conference, but but you know, yeah. You, you're right. It is very strange that, that the, the contract has not been signed at this point. But with MLS, with LAFC, you never, never know. I still remember the way Walker Silverman left, you know, at the very mm-hmm. uh, beginning of the season. Out of nowhere, he, he, he left to Nashville. So who knows? Because with his answers, you, you can be excited that he's going to stay because he wants to stay. But at the very following sentence, he says that if he, he leaves, it will be okay. You know, we'll just one more business to be, you know. So I don't have like a prediction because I have the same sense that he's going to stay or he's going to leave. You know what I yeah. mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I think, well, he, he also has to say, I think he has to say those things, you know. He has to say like, I know, I think he that he would like to stay, but I think to me is what I'm sensing is he wants more money. That's what it comes down mm-hmm. to. If it's, uh, that's, to me, plain and simple, Carlos Vela wants an X amount of money and LAFC is only willing to give Y. And I think there's a big – I think there's a big gap. I could be wrong because right now he's making $4 million. He was making six. Um, look, if I'm Carlos Vela and I'm seeing what everybody else is making, let me try to get back up to six or whatever, you know, or eight or whatever. But if I'm LAFC on the other side – Carlos Vela, you haven't shown me that you're worth six million, or you know, or eight million, or whatever. And I think that's the that's the that's the that's the tussle that's happening. Um, and who's gonna bluff first, right? I don't know. I I just I'm very interested to see because I would not be surprised if Carlos Vela signs, and I would not be surprised surprised come July first, Carlos Vela is out of here and he's onto a team in Europe or wherever, wherever he decides to go. Um, because it's so weird that I felt like by international break, everything would have been sun, signed, deal. Who knows? Maybe tomorrow morning they have it all signed, sealed, and delivered. But until we hear the the news, I, I just feel like the international break was the perfect time to get this deal done. And I don't think it should have taken this long. But it's it's coming down to those... I think it's, it's, it's those little gritty things. On, on the other hand, let's see which team is willing to pay such a high salary. That's true. That is true. That is true. Yeah, and like, and that's the other thing. How how marketable is Carlos Vela, right? Yeah. It depends. Yeah. You know, you're talking about a player who's very talented, but he's also very injury prone. You're talking about a player that has also said no to the national team, who's not going to the World Cup. You know, so. How much market value does Carlos Vela have? You know, I think if he leaves, I'm very interested. I think everybody's very interested to see where he would go. You know, yeah, the guy is happy in Los Angeles, but you know, who who knows? You know, Carlos Vela <laughs> is very yeah. unpredictable. You know, yeah, he's very. Uh, he tries to be very coy, and it's look. He only answers two questions in the media, so it's like. Um, it's not, you know, it's not, he's not, he's not, he's not, they're not letting him answer or whether it's then I'm not letting him answer or he's not, he's not talking a lot, uh, you know, and I think whenever 
this is both on LAFC now and Carlos Vela, um, why it's taking this long. And I, I think, to me, it's like, if Carlos Vela leaves, how... I just, I think if Carlos Vela leaves, I don't know how deep of an MLS run LAFC can make it. I think they both need each other. Yeah. They both need each other. Um, they you know, Carlos Vela needs them because I don't know if anybody else is going to pay him as much. And LAFC needs them because if Carlos Vela leaves, then now you have two, right, two DP spots open. And who are you going to bring? Or do you have an instant replacement? We haven't heard any rumors. We haven't heard any of those things. So I think there's just so much going in. There's if this, then that, you know. And I'm, I'm very interested to see what happens. But, I mean, every day, every day that the clock is ticking. <laughs> yeah, well, there was this, you know, the old-fashioned Twitter rumor that Jonathan Cabecita Rodriguez was coming, but he sang with America already. So that that is is not happening. But if Carlos Vela happens to leave, I think L, you said something really right. They both need each other. But yeah. I think that if that happens, LAFC will be the one regretting more because if Carlos Vela leaves, the motivation would be high. A new team, new teammates, new, new atmosphere. And let's say there is a 1-1 game. You don't have Carlos Vela not even in the bench. You don't have that player that can make a, like, can make a difference in that sense. So I think LAFC will be the one who will be uh, repenting to, to make that move. So let's see what happens. You never know with, with this uh, MLS window. And yes, the FIFA break was the perfect time to, to make the deal. It hasn't happened yet, so let's see what what the future says in that regard. Yeah, look and look, and they, they still have that open DP spot, so it's like who, right? Even though let's say Carlos stays, they still have this open DP spot. But if he leaves, you have to bring in two two players, and who are those two players? We haven't heard in any of those rumors. And look, and at the same time, LAFC are in first place. <laughs> That's, you know, see? it's <laughs> it's a crazy so- world. And there's so many things that are going on, um, you know. I think, but I think, I, I think everybody just wants closure. I, I, you know, it's getting to the point like, hey, if you're staying, you're staying. If you're leaving, you're leaving. But I get you got until 12, 12.59 or eleven fifty nine on June thirtieth to to decide, um, you know. And I think if he stays, he stays. But and then the question is, how long is he staying? But to me, I I just I just thought it was just odd that his 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 contract was till half the season. Um, maybe they thought they'd get a deal soon, or maybe they thought they would have. They wouldn't know if Carlos Vela was, you know, injury. Like, you're right. We haven't seen the best of Carlos Vela so far um, in these first six months. Um, but at the same time, you know, they need each other. They they definitely need each other. And uh, to me, if they See, need yeah, each other, if they if they're gonna go, it, it's really far. strange. Yeah, well, they, just, they just, need uh, each other, but yet, uh, yeah. They, but, they play, but look, yet, the LAFC funny thing is that they're, they're trying to play plays. hard. They're playing. They're trying to play hard to get with each other when they need each other. It's sounds. This sounds like a yeah. toxic relationship. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of weddings, but yeah, um, like <laughs> I just they, they need I just each click. other. I've seen this. I've seen this before, Jose. I've seen yeah. this before. <laughs> yeah, but 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 look, they they need each other, but yet. Carlos Vela has not been his best version, and the team is not very Carlos Vela dependable. Remember last season in the press calls, we will always be asking Bob, what about Carlos Vela this, Carlos yep. Vela that, and that has not been the case. 
but if he leaves, the level of the team will will decline a lot. So it's it's there is a lot of possibilities, and it's like who knows what's gonna happen in in that regard. Yeah, or or I dare dare I say if he leaves, maybe LFC can stay afloat. Who knows? I mean, but I yeah. I think to me that that's hard for me to even say and see. But yeah, I I just think I think if Carlos Vela is staying with LFC, they have a better opportunity, a better chance to make a deep run for the, for the MLS Cup playoff. I, just plain and simple, whether he's healthy or not, now it comes to the point of he's motivated and how much more, uh, how much more if you're LAFC, are you willing to give him? If Does he want two more million to finish out the year to put him back at six million? Or, you know, does he, like, I think that's, that's just the thing. It's like the negotiating what Vela wants, what LAFC is willing to give. And, you know, we're, we're going to find out, we're going to find out very soon because every every day watch who do, who do they play this Saturday? I think it's the Red Bulls, right? Yeah, Red Bulls. They play, the on Red Bulls. They play so they only got two more games in this in this contract, right? They got um oh excuse me, Wednesday. Sorry, next Wednesday. They don't play or the twenty sixth, no. sorry. I'm looking at the wrong they, I'm looking at the FC Dallas. Sorry. So Sunday twenty sixth, oh, yeah. Red Bulls, and then Wednesday Wednesday the the 29th. Um those are the last potentially last two games Carlos Vela could play or if we find something out um we'll see but I, I think um oh someone said on transfer market it says December 31st 2022 Carlos Vela contract hmm. okay unless they might have agreed on something time to negotiate unless they might have agreed on something already um mm-hmm. Who knows? We we may find the we may find the news out tomorrow. Then, if that's what it says, Anthony Bermuda says on transfer market it says December thirty first, Carlos Vela contract. Okay, yeah. maybe we might have gotten our answer there. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. I we have to wait. We'll we'll wait for this official news. But yeah, I definitely feel. Uh, anything else you'd like to add, Jose? I know we we've been talking about this Carlos Vela saga. Oh, like I said, LAFC is a it's a strange world right now. First place, uh, dominating the West. That team has not been on the, on the highest level in many regards. You know, a lot of goals from the first 20 minutes. But uh, they are still able to be on the uh, first place on the Western Conference. So it's it's an interesting world with, with Los Angeles Football Club. Good to have a solid goalkeeper with Maxine Kripo despite his mistakes. I'm very interested to see what Chiellini can do on, on defense. Ilya Sanchez is impressive on, on, on the midfield. And, and let's see what the future says when it comes to Carlos Vela. Despite what I just said about the team, like Carlos Vela is needed, like it or not. Many people are saying that they, they don't want Carlos Vela anymore, but you know, he is your best player in history. Yeah. So hopefully he can sign and, and stay for a little bit longer. Yeah, look, I wouldn't mind watching a little bit more Carlos Vela. But Jose, yeah. thank you for being on and thank you for everybody in the chat. Uh, it's been great. Jose, we definitely love to have you back again. Uh, love your insight. Love, love what you're doing in the interviews, man. So keep killing it. Thank keep you asking so much. Those, those great questions, Thank man. You. So for Josue, this is Gio. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.